Secure Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the securities or services discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full informed investment decision. This is your money, your wealth on Talk Radio 760 KFMV. Now, here's Joe Anderson and Big Al Clopine. Uh, Joe Anderson, Big Al, right here once again. Got a great show lined up. A lot of things to discuss today, Alan. Well, we do. There's, uh, boy, I'll tell you, Joe, there's a lot of questions about tax proposals and, and potential changes. We've got, a, we got Trump propo- proposals. We have GOP proposals. So uh, I want to spend a little time today going over that. All right. So we just lost most of our listeners. <laughs> I, I have think, a ton. I think we added more because people want to know how to pay less taxes. I'm pretty sure. True, and I have a bunch of questions here. A lot of emails that came in, so I'm going to spend a lot of time today answering those questions because inquiring minds want to know. Okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know when E.F. Hutton speaks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone listens. Pe- people, people listen. People. I couldn't remember. That's been a while since that was on the. Yeah, they tried to resurrect E.F. Hutton, too. Yeah, I right. think that blew up. Yeah. I don't think anyone was listening anymore. <laughs> no, yeah. They, when they, they probably tried to test market, and then it was like no one was listening. Yeah. So. <laughs> Everything crickets. So, okay, all right. Well, I, we just spent a couple hundred million just to try to resurrect this. That didn't, was, didn't work. Uh, Let's yeah, try something maybe, else. Yes. I think they were test pedaling uh, that yeah. back in the 70s. So I hear you've got a, a pretty cool uh, Christmas party you're going to. No, I Little, do not. Uh, Bad, bad sweater party, something like that? Well, doesn't uh, everyone party? have a bad sweater party? Ellen, you have a bad sweater party every day. You wear a sweater. <laughs> I don't have many sweaters. I used to. Right, and every and, time you wore one, I thought it was Christmas. It was yeah. like, why, is he, well, why are you wearing that bad, I, ugly I sweater? Think I, I think I have one sweater, Joe, now, and it's plain gray. I don't think you can make fun of that. <laughs> I'll try. You can call it boring. Yeah, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll accept that. Oh, boy. What a week. Look at the market. What, Dow? 20,000? What do you uh, think? We're, we're getting pretty close. Getting and close. I, I remember someone asked Warren Buffett years ago, would the market ever hit 20,000? He said, of course. And they said, 100,000. He said, of course. Just a matter of time. Yes. Yep. At some point. And patience. Patience, yeah. yeah I think a lot of people are still out of the market due to the overall election. I think you're right. They were so concerned. And now there's this big Trump rally, or so it seems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that what we're calling it? Right. Or is it is it called that's, the... That's what the media is calling it. I don't oh know what we're God, calling it. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. but it's the All uh, I know Santa Claus effect. Santa, well, yeah, I suppose. But yeah, like, right after Thanksgiving, the Black Friday and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you do your shopping? Do you go out or do you do it online or what's... Um, mostly on Amazon nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, much easier. It's very simple. <laughs> right? Yeah, I usually yeah. wait till about the 23rd, and then I have to get stuff that's going to make it tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, the next day. Done. And there's only, there's only about 26 things to choose from, and I take half of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're kind of um, the same there. Yeah. It's like going out to them. I was listening to uh, this radio show, and they were talking about how he was so disgusted about Black Friday. Really? And he's like, you know what? Because now it's like Black Thursday, and because it starts on Thanksgiving, right? And, and, it, and it goes for like weeks. And he's and he he's like going on and on about like how sad he goes. It saddens my heart <laughs> <laughs> because he used to love to get up and like at four o'clock in the morning, right, and hit Walmart. Oh. 
Now, yep. he's, now he's upset because it's starting at midnight. I guess so. <laughs> and he's like, just took the fun out of it. I mean, you, you got to get your brain checked. If you think that is fun, getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning the day after Thanksgiving, well, I, I'm still hungover. I, I know a lot of guys are like From me. From turkey. They, they, know, yeah, I know. Right, but, stuffy. Yeah, I, I figured that's what you meant. Yeah, it was, it was just food coma. I was just going to go right over that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you meant food coma. Anyway, um, yeah, I think a lot of guys feel like I do, Joe. Probably you do, too. It's like going to a mall is one of the, one Worst of the last places you would ever life. go to. and. If you have to go, <laughs> you have a point. Like, I, I want to go to the Apple store because I want to look at an iPad, and I do. I'm, that, that's one thing I'm going to do. I'm actually going to do that after the show today uh, with Annie. But, boy, I hope we can then get right out. But I know we won't because that's not most most females like to linger, and they go to shops. Oh, well, isn't this sexist, nice? That's Alan. Well, I know plenty of males that, that are like that. Too. <laughs> yes. All right. Maybe the ones I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, I, I've got a I've got a sample of one. That's Anne and me. <laughs> a sample of two. <laughs> right. Right. I know she likes shopping and I don't. So oh, that's my sample size. I can't stand size. it. I can't stand it. The yeah. only thing I shop for is once a year I go to Nordstrom's. Yes. Buy and, a couple pair, a couple suits. Yeah. Right. That's it. Right. That's, then, that's pretty good. Shirts, ties, shoes, socks, yeah. everything online. Oh, you do? It just, just shows up at your house. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so easy. It's just yeah. like, all right, well, here. Well, here's the colors I want. Right, and you put your size in. But you got you have to shop. How do you shop for groceries? You have to go to the store what do you? Th- I haven't been grocery shopping in probably <laughs> years. You, you, just, you don't eat anymore. No, I get these out? pre-made f- meals. Oh, Meals on Wheels? You're part of that program? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm for that. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Um, no, I... I get um, well. One of the advisors, or one of the gentlemen, um, uh, Brian Ross, who's yes. a, a JD and certified financial planner. His, right. his buddy worked for this food prep company. Okay, and so he goes, Joe. You know, they, you know, they they have like you know portioned meals, and oh, they're okay. they're good. They're pretty it's good. A, it's about eight bucks a meal. Oh, so it's not, not too bad. It's, it's it's pre-made for you. you, you yeah, and it's healthy. You know, you get your yeah. chicken, rice, and you squash. Pop it in the microwave or something. Yeah, or? you pop it in the microwave for two minutes, and there you go. You know, you're a single guy. It's like you know, this you work late. Yeah, right. so it's it works, perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, no, I'm not slaving over the kitchen. I'll burn my house down. But I uh, now you don't make a turkey over Thanksgiving or no Christmas no no uh-uh. Uh-uh. no ever that's baked? why Boston <laughs> Market is in have, business. Have you ever baked anything? Baked? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Just wondering. Uh, no, I've never baked. Uh, I think when I was a teenager, I I liked cakes so much. I oh baked my a couple. God. I hate cakes, but I hate them now too. I can't stand them. <laughs> but way back when, just loved them. Oh man. <laughs> So, yeah, this is a financial planning show. Oh, uh, yeah, we got a little confused there. <laughs> and it is getting close to end of year. And what do we got? M- maybe three weeks left? Yeah. That's and about I right. mean, like, so the holidays kind of end up on the weekend this year. So, right. it's good for us or bad for some of our employees, I guess, <laughs> because we can then see clients all the way through. Right. Because if it lands on Wednesday, you know, then. We're off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right. and then it's like, well, do I really want to come in on Friday? No, I'm going to take no one's gonna right. Be there. So, yeah. yeah, and then New Year's kind of falls on Wednesday, and yeah. so two weeks is shot. You're right. You're right. But now that. it's on a Sunday. It's it's perfect for if you're an employer. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, we can work. It's like your vacation day, and is when Sunday. your whole life is surrounded just <laughs> and your passion is work, it's it's phenomenal. It's, this, <laughs> it's, this, this is the best this Christmas is the ever. Happiest I've ever seen you. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> it's, so it's like, yeah, oh, I can't uh, make it to Minnesota this year, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta work. I gotta work up to the final <laughs> bell, yeah. and it wouldn't make any sense just for me to fly home for the weekend. <laughs> 
Right? <laughs> the holiday is on Sunday. We don't get any extra days. This yes. Year. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> We're busy. You know, yeah. we got a new president. We got new tax proposals. We got to figure right. stuff out. Um, but we are on the cutting edge. I would say that. I think Al and I have studied uh, just about every which way but loose when it comes to um, the GOP proposals, uh, uh, what Trump is thinking. And of course, it's all probably going to change. So all this studying was for nothing. But there's but people are interested. At, yes, least, yes. at least a few of our listeners. Yeah, I think. maybe six. <laughs> and then when you look at it, it's like, all right, well, here, you still got a few weeks left. So there's things that you want to make sure that you take a look at in regards to your overall retirement planning and tax planning, Roth IRA conversions. So if you want to do a Roth conversion, <laughs> take money take money from a <laughs> Money from a retirement account. I, I forgot how to drink coffee. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Al died. And, and put it into a Roth, right? You got to do that before the end of the year. A lot of times, Al, people think they have until April 15th. You don't. You have until the end of the year to do that conversion. You're right about that. In fact, actually, at most tax planning strategies, you have to finish by December 31st. So now is the is the season for tax planning. So, so if you look at, all right, maybe I'm a small business owner, um, you might want to take a look at setting up a retirement account or retirement plan. Yeah. Or if you're a sole practitioner, maybe a solo 401k, sure. you have to get that documented, signed by the end of the year. You don't necessarily have to fund it all fully by the end of the year, Yeah, uh, but true. you do have to get that account set up before the end of the year. Um, if you're looking at tax loss harvesting, tax gain harvesting, there's all sorts of different strategies that could save you a few bucks. This is your money, your wealth on Talk Radio 760 KFMB. Welcome back to the show. The show's called Your Money or Wealth. Joe Anderson here, certified financial planner, Big Al Clopine. Hey, want to thank everyone for coming out on Tuesday, December 6th. That was our uh, annual uh, tax planning workshop. Had about 500 people register, probably maybe 400 some odd people yeah, showed up. like that. It was that a was good, good. good crowd. Lots, yeah, of good, lots of good questions. Yeah. Like that. Because there's a lot of confusion about taxes and what may be coming in the next year with the Trump proposals and the GOP proposals. Yeah, some people will pay more tax, some people will pay less tax. Yes. If, if everything As, goes through. Uh, yeah, it, which is typical. So, I mean, but when you look at the Tax Policy Center, Joe, they looked at every single income class, and every single income class is going to get a tax reduction as an average. Well, don't they do a score, right? Yes. And then yeah. they'll say they, they want to be revenue neutral. Well, that's and... that's another thing. But th this is the individual. But some individuals, just like you said, single taxpayers between about $112,000 of taxable income and 192000 will actually be in a higher tax bracket under the Trump proposals. So, yeah. So from about $100,000 to $200,000, if you're a single taxpayer yeah. and you have W-2 wages, you're going to be paying more tax given the current proposals right. that's on the table. But yeah, but you were talking about the scoring system, and and if you look at the Trump proposal as it stands right now, I mean, obviously it's, there's going to be compromise and changes and all kinds of things, but uh, it's not revenue neutral, and that's and in, in other words, we're going the deficit's going to increase by billions. Now there's something. Um, it's uh, let's see, what's it called? Dynamic scoring is what it's called, Joe, and that's when you you anticipate the positive changes in the economy because of lower taxes. And even with dynamic scoring, the Trump proposal still adds a, a boatload to our deficit. You look at the GOP plan. That was that was uh, they came up with that in June of this last year. They call it a better way, and uh, that one, of course, is also negative from a true dollar standpoint to the deficit. But as far as dynamic scoring, it's about a break even. The, yeah, so you can go to betterway.com. 
and then you can kind of take a look at those different proposals. Right. I mean, what they're trying to do is really simplify it and just have you know your tax return on a postcard. Right. But it was funny, as you said in the workshop or in our class, it's like, well, we already have that. Yeah, it's called the 1040, 1040 EZ. EZ. Yeah. It's not on a postcard, but it could be if, if we wanted to put it on one. Right. I mean, it's about the same number of lines. This, this postcard that's in this Better Way plan is 14 lines. And that's about what a 1040EZ is. I mean, I haven't looked at one in a while, but it's very simple. I mean, that, a 1040EZ would be like, a, a let's say if I'm an employee, I get a W-2. Right. right so I'm a salaried employee of a, a company. Um, I withhold my taxes. And, and then and, and I take the standard deduction and a, a, yeah. exemption. Right. And you subtract that out. And then that's my tax. Taxes yeah. all or taxes back. Right. Yeah. It's very, very simple. And so we've already got that. But it does sound great when people say, wouldn't you like to file your taxes on a postcard? Yeah. Right, and but then of course on the postcard, uh, it says you have to put half of your investment income. So I guess you need another postcard to figure two, that two out. Postcards. A couple postcards, yes. maybe, <laughs> maybe bigger than a postcard for that one. I'm not really sure. A legal pad. Yeah, a legal pad with your postcard. <laughs> There'll be a little insert in the postcard. Well, you know, it's so difficult because you have. I mean, right now, well, if you set the tax code from what Florida, see how tall is it? Well, if, Six if, feet? if you look at the Internal Revenue Code, just that, it's probably about four, 12 or 14 feet high in, ter- in terms of books. Right. So you put some paper on the floor, go 14, right? That's the revenue code. Yeah. And, and that's, but that's just the beginning. We've got all the revenue rulings and all the private letter rulings and all the pronouncements. And then, of course, all the editorial of what does all this mean? And, and oh, my goodness, I, you, couldn't, you, you couldn't fit it in a, in a traditional library. Sure. You know, um, <laughs> you ran out of. No. You had a great point, and then yeah. you forgot. Well, you kind of looked at me funny. It's like, <laughs> oh, do we want to go a different direction? No, no. go ahead. What, no. are, what were you going to say? Go ahead. No, huh? we're good, man. Huh. All right. So, hey, what? Um, so let's let's just kind of give a recap of kind of what those proposals are, uh, and then right. uh, let's let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, in terms of the Trump proposal. Uh, and this is also true of the GOP proposal. It would be only be three tax brackets, 12%, 25%, and 33%. And so roughly with a married filing jointly uh, couple, uh, the 12% would take over for the current 10 and 15%. So that seems about right. We're kind of averaging those two. Now the next two brackets as we know them today, 25 and 28% bracket would be 25 so we're getting rid of the 28% bracket. And after you the 25% bracket, it goes to 33% at roughly the same point where the current 33% bracket goes in. But those two highest brackets, Joe, would be dropped off, 35% and 39.6. And by the way, if you're curious, under the Trump plan, if you're married, uh, your taxable income, if it's below 75000 you would be in a 12% bracket. If it's above 75000 then you're going to move into the 25% bracket. And by the time you hit 225000 you get to 33 now, when you look at single taxpayers, it's the same exact thing except cut in cut half. half. Cut in half, right? So your your 12% bracket goes to 37500 Your 25% bracket goes to 112500 And above that, it's 33%. All right. So here's something for you, bud, is yep. that, you know, we've done a lot of planning with individuals that are like, hey, should I get married or should we not get married just due to the fact of taxes? Right. With this plan, it wouldn't make a difference. Well, it, it, yes and no, because if you have a, one of the spouses that doesn't work or makes very little income, you're much better off being married because you're going to hit these higher brackets. But I, well, I, guess, well, I guess I should have 
If, if well, you, that's true with the today's brackets. But it, let's say if you have two high wage earners, yeah, right, and it's so uh, yes. because of how the brackets are structured, they're not exactly in half from single to married. Yes, and so let's say you have one spouse that makes you know two hundred thousand, the other spouse makes two hundred thousand. If right. they stay single or if they they get married, I would imagine that those numbers would probably jive about the same. That uh, that is correct, Joe. And so making that assumption with the husband and wife make. It doesn't matter whether they're high wage earners or not. They make roughly the same. Uh, it, it sort of doesn't matter. Right, right. Yeah, so if they're, they're high or, or low. Married, yeah, sure, sure. Because everything's cut in half. Exactly. And, and, and in fact, that's another thing, Joe. The standard deduction for a married couple is is almost $13,000. It would go up to 30000 under the Trump plan, and the single would be 15000 Again, it's half, right? Currently, the single uh, standard deduction is, is almost $6,500. And personal exemptions, which right now is about $4,000 per person, that would go away. So the Trump plan uh, actually and the GOP plan plan would combine those two things together. You would just have a standard deduction. uh, And as you know, that you always get to take the higher of a standard deduction or your actual itemized deductions, things like state taxes, property taxes, mortgage interest, charitable donations, things like that. So it's the higher of the two. So for some people that always itemize, then they're, they're losing their I, their their exemptions, right? Because there is no such thing as exemptions anymore. Right. I mean, if the if the proposals come, if, if it goes through as 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 put. So yeah. one of the biggest things I think from a planning perspective this year, end of year, would be um, if I'm charitably inclined, mm-hmm. right? Is that okay? Well, it depends on how, you know. Can, can I take that deduction next right. year? Yeah, I think so too, Joe. Because uh, with if if tax rates go down, and and even if the tax law uh, passes next year, uh, it may be. Uh, January 1st of 2018 before it takes effect. We don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, typically when tax rates are changed, they go forward to the next year, but anything's possible at this point. Nevertheless, charitable donations are really important and big right now because if you are in a higher tax bracket this year than next year or the next couple years, you want to take that deduction in a year where you get more tax benefit, which would be right now. And there is a way to take future year contributions, future year contributions, in the current year, and that's by setting up a special account called a donor-advised fund. And with that donor-advised fund, Joe, you simply put money into that account, and you can do it this year. You can do it before December 31st, and then you get a full tax deduction in the current year. And having that tax deduction at a time when it makes the most sense for you, when you when you get the most savings, well, that that's really something pretty special. Now, you can dole out those funds to any charity of your choice in the future, kind of as you see fit. But right now, it's it's so interesting. I mean, we don't know exactly what the new law is going to be, but what we do, what it does seem to be is there will probably be some lowering of the tax rates, at least for a period of time. So getting those deductions in now would be an important thing. And, and for me... Now back to your money, your wealth on Talk Radio 760 AFMB. Hey, welcome back uh, to the program. Show's called Your Money, Your Wealth. Joe Anderson here. I'm a certified financial planner. I'm with Alan Klopine. He's a CPA. Uh, go to iTunes and download our podcast if you want more of this show. Uh, what we do each week is we have a two-hour show. Some of you only get an hour of it. Uh, but if you do want the full show, you can go to iTunes and download our podcast. It's Your Money, Your Wealth right there on iTunes. Or you can go to our website at purefinancial.com. Um, <clears throat> this tax workshop that we did, uh, we wrote a um, – we're writing a white paper slash blog slash something, whatever it is, uh, for all the content and information. That will also be on our website at purefinancial.com. Uh, we have over 400 videos at this point in regards to taxes, retirement, investments, 
insurance, estate planning. Uh, we have webinars. We have all sorts of stuff. Um, what we're trying to do is just make this a great learning center for all of you uh, so that you can just tap in there, watch a quick video, hopefully answer any question that you have. We've tried to format it that way. So it's like the question of the week. So someone had a question, so we'd say what the question is, and then we'd answer it. And those are very common questions that a lot of you have. So you can go to our website, just go to the Learning Center there at our website, and watch away. You could sit there for days. Uh, you sure could if, if I'm binge watch, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Ellen uh, and I also do a TV show, Your Money, Your Wealth. You can and watch so, entire episodes Alex, on that you thing. can just binge oh, Your Money, Your Wealth. Season <laughs> one, I think we have two. Uh, I think by last count, I think between the three seasons, I think we did about 80 shows so far. Wow. So you could end another half an hour each, so that's 40 hours. Have you ever heard of uh, Westworld? I have heard of it. Have you watched it? No. I'm kind of watching that night. Yeah. I heard from one of our advisors, uh, I, I spent a little time with him last night, and he was telling me about The Walking Dead and Westworld, and I've never seen either one. I guess I need to get with it. Huh? <laughs> Come on, Al. What are you still watching? <laughs> Leave it know. to Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> Reruns from Friends. <laughs> uh, Westworld. They made a movie, I guess, in the 70s on the Westworld. Did they? And so I, and I didn't know anything about I, I had no idea what the, the TV show was about. And I heard it. Hey, you yeah. got to watch this. It's so pretty it's good. Sunday night, right? So Yeah. So I sat down. So, I was like, okay, put this thing on. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? What a... I didn't know there was like you know robots and really? artificial intelligence and oh, it's wow. like this theme. theme uh, yeah, so okay. I had to rewatch like the first twenty minutes twice. Got it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> this is. I, and then I did a little studying. Okay. Did a little studying. And then before, you got into it beforehand. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, because okay. I you know I hear people talking about. It. I hear you talking about. It. It's like That's what, good. what yeah. the heck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Westworld. Okay. Check it out. Check it out. All yeah. right. I'm a big fan. Hey, um, I have this awful article that our crack research team pulled up. I'm sure our listeners want an awful article. Well, I just, this is what drives me nuts. What is it? 12 reasons you'll go broke in retirement. <laughs> Here, let's have a negative show. Now. Hey, do you want to lighten your Saturday up? Here's a little article. From, <laughs> Let me, let's see. Yeah. And then, of course, here's this picture of this couple, you know, and he's, she's like almost crying. She's got the calculator out and oh, he's boy. pointing at bills. They can't, they can't afford the oh, bills. Well. All right, let's 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 jam through some of this stuff. We gonna get through all twelve? <clears throat> oh yeah, no problem. Well, yeah. if I, I know Alan's gonna freak out if we get through nine and we don't yeah, hit all we twelve. Promise twelve. Okay. Well, I, a lot of this stuff—it's such common sense, right? Right. Uh, but I think I suppose we can just kind of review it and comment on it. Okay. Uh, all right, Al. So I'm I'm worried about you because you're gonna <laughs> retire at some point. At some point. And yeah. here's twelve reasons why other people go broke, and hopefully you're not one of those twelve. Okay. Or uh, you don't fall into one of these twelve yeah. traps. Okay. Tell me. Okay. Number one, you abandon stocks. Abandon stocks because uh, stocks are too risky. I mean, in retirement, you want safe money, right? Well, you know, and it's it, it, because we want it both ways too, right? Yeah. It's like okay, I'm approaching retirement. Um, I how many times have you heard this? It's like well. I cannot put any money into that stock market because if the stock market crashes, I just can't afford any of those losses. Yeah. But then I have all my money in the bank, and the bank isn't paying me. Right. It's like, Joe, Al, you don't understand. I can't make this money back. And it's like- I don't wait, have wait, time. Wait a minute. You're you're 64 years old. How is your mom, dad still alive? Yeah, mom's still alive. How old is she? She's 97. So do you think you might live into your 90s? Maybe. Yes. So that means your money has to last at least 30 years? Or even your 80s. Yeah. Even 80s, your money, okay, 20 years. That's still a long time. Right. I mean, you look at the Great Recession, which is the worst market we had since the Great Depression. And the market was down for 
about, um, I don't know, maybe over, over about a year, let's say, and it took 18 months to three years, depending upon your asset allocation, to recover. So three years, not 30, 30. right? Right. Yeah, you have to, your time frame is not your retirement date. Correct. And you know what? The amount of money that you have in stocks versus bonds has nothing to do with your age. Has nothing to do with your age. I don't care what you heard. Wait a minute. They were wrong. 100 minus 60. So, yeah, and those are annuity salesmen (laughs) saying, hey, you know what? Like, I'm 40. So it's like, all right, you use the rule of 100. So, okay, 100 minus 40. So you should have 40% of your assets in a fixed annuity. Right. Are you kidding me? No, I have 100% of my assets in the market fully invested because I don't need to touch that money for 25, 30 years. Right. So you, it has nothing to do with age. So if you hear someone say, well, because of this age, this is how much money that you should have in stocks and bonds, I would highly recommend you find a qualified professional to help you with your finances. It has everything to do with when you need the money and how much of it do you need and how long that money needs to last. Yeah, basically, it comes down to your goals. It's not yes. your age, it's your goals. We have clients that are in their 80s that are 100% invested because the money is not for them. It's for their kids it or their kids. It is for their kids or for their grandkids. Yes. Right? So it's, now you're talking about a potentially an 80-year time frame or more. Right. You know, and especially, let's say, if it's in a shell of a, a, a Roth IRA. Yeah, because you want growth Because there. you want it's growth there because you will never free. pay tax on it. Yeah, right. So you have to be a little bit more sophisticated. I'm sorry. You can't just use these simple rules. These simple rules are from you know back in the day of the insurance world where they're thinking of, okay, well, what is an easy way to talk asset allocation and teach these insurance agents to tell people about asset allocation? Well, let's use the rule of 100. I have heard that some of them, now that we're living longer. Now rule of 110? 120. Okay, 120. You take 120 and you subtract your age. No, That's stu- the new one. Please, please. <laughs> it all depends on when you need the cash flow. How much income do you need and how much is going to last? So if I'm 70 years old and I need a couple of bucks and I got a million-dollar portfolio, that's how you discover your asset allocation. Then you can get more sophisticated and say, okay, well, here, what is your stomach for risk, too? Right. Right? You don't want to take on any more risk than you need to. Right. right. So then you tilt or build that portfolio based on your specific goals. Here's number two. All right. You invest too much in stocks, so it's on the other side of the equation. Yeah, you, so you're going the other way. Yeah, and for sure, when you're when you're in retirement and you're creating a cash flow for your own needs, you're going to need some safety. You may need a lot of safety because it's going to be more dependable in in all markets, right? So you definitely want to be in the market for growth, but you got to have a lot of safety to to build in those. So cash here's flows. what we see often too: is like, all right, well, I have this account or. You know, maybe I have a million dollars. I have five hundred thousand dollars in cash, and the other five hundred grand in Facebook, <laughs> right? Like an individual security. We have seen that. And it's like, what are you doing? You got your foot. Yeah, you, you know, don't... you got your feet in the oven, and you got your head in the freezer, yeah. and you're trying to stay warm. Right? That's how you die. Right. You, but you don't understand. This is a great company. Right. Well, and, and, or and, I don't and, like risk. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, here's a. If you live too long, that's how you'll go broke, Al. That's that, that's my problem because I'm in such good shape. Huh? Uh, if you spend too much, yeah. That's uh, imagine that. If you yeah. spend all your money, you'll go broke. Okay. Well, genius. Yeah. Uh, you rely on a single source of income. Okay. So that's interesting. So yeah. you want a, multiple streams of income are better multiple. than one. Okay. Okay. So you want want to look at maybe if you have a pension, real estate, social security, plus your um, assets. Right. Another one is you can't work. All right, so if you get disabled, um, only 6% of retirees report working in retirement as a source of income. Only 6%, Six? Alan. Gosh, I would think it would be Six. a little higher than that. But. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. this is, um, let me um, let me cite this. This is by Transamerica Center of Retirement Studies. Okay. So you can blame them, not your money or wealth. Okay. Okay, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, you get sick. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, medical bills. That'll that, blow you up. That can happen. Yes. Okay. Then we got another one here. Um, you tap the wrong retirement accounts. Ooh, Ooh. that's interesting. Yeah. So if you tap the wrong retirement and you don't tap the right ones at the right time and you don't take a look at taxes, that could kind of uh, blow you yeah, up there and too. Yeah, so that that has to do everything to do with your tax bracket, right? And so, like, let's say you're in the fifteen percent bracket, which for married couples, seventy five thousand of taxable income. Maybe you take that first seventy five thousand dollars from your IRA four hundred one k and take everything else from your trust account or your Roth IRA. You stay in a fifteen percent bracket, even though you're spending way more than that. This is Your Money, Your Wealth on Talk Radio 760 KFMB. Welcome back. Show's called Your Money, Your Wealth. Uh, my name's Joe Anderson. I'm a certified financial planner. I'm with Alan Clopine. He's a CPA. Uh, go to purefinancial.com to get more information about us. Purefinancial.com. Hey, I got a couple of more of these 12 reasons you'll go broke, Alan. Okay. It just really got me excited. <laughs> It's just a really. You know, why, are you, why are you looking at me when you say that? Well, because think you I'm going to go broke. broke. You could, yes, because this is um, number ten. Number ten. Okay. You bankroll the kids. Uh, you, are you thinking that's me? Yes, that is you. <laughs> You're a very successful man, but you still got the kids on the bankroll. I yeah. Uh, so yeah. Full disclosure. How long were you on your parents' bankroll? I guess I. That's probably around 23, maybe, when I wasn't anymore. 23 years old? Yeah. When was your first job? Uh, it was right after college. I was like 22 and a half. You didn't work in high school? Uh, yeah, I did. What did you but do? But I used it to pay for college. What, what was your job in high school? I was a park ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I also worked in the landscaping department of Otai Water District uh, in, in San Diego. Because the old man was... He was the He's uh, superintendent. Yeah, he was the uh, director of finance. Yes, and so I was the I was the landscaper. I was with, in with a landscaping crew. I, so what'd you do? Pick weeds? I did, Is that I what did, you meant? I did. I did by some, landscaping. I did some of that. I planted things. I uh, but yeah, the worst part, Joe, was like we, we'd go around. Uh, it wasn't like I, I don't know what you call it. It's it's like a it's a water storage area, but it it, it wasn't enclosed. It was kind of like a mini reservoir, and we have to go around the entire bank with a hoe in the middle of summer. And hoe weeds on on an angle. That was those those were tough days. That makes you a man. Al. It does. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm such a man right now. Yeah, I had my own business when I was like 14. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It was called Joe and Ted's Lawn <laughs> Service. And I had I had several businesses. My one of my favorite ones when I was probably in junior high was selling golf balls on the golf course. And I got kicked off of that, and they told me because it was illegal. Yeah, and they said the, I mean, we're going to call the police next time you do it. So, what, I, so, what, so that you, shut down that business. <laughs> so the, your first job was, was uh, illegal, illegal activity. Yes, right. Yeah, I, I sold T-shirts. I, I'm a big T-shirt kind of guy because yeah. I wear suits every day. Sure. And so during the weekends, I just wear like soft tees. Yes. And so I used to sell T-shirts in high school as well. Yes. And I sold sweatshirts, T-shirts, little paraphernalia. Yeah. Yeah. I had a. In, in high school, I had a company called Clopine Clipping Service. Were, were you a, a barber? <laughs> <laughs> and so what? I, I responded to one of these stupid ads that says, for $5, we'll tell you how to make a fortune. Really? Yeah, yeah really. And so I get this little pamphlet in the mail that says, says magazines are looking for uh, different things to quote, and if you clip different newspaper articles and send it to them, they'll send you money. 
So I got the book, I got my supplies. I think I spent $11, if so I recall, for, to fund this business. And I got, I got two checks for a dollar each. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I still co- I, I have it. I copied it. Clopine Clipping Service. You know, when I first moved to San Diego, uh, one of my best friends um, from high school actually moved here, too. And he almost played professional hockey. So he yeah. um, was, you know, an all-star in high school, in college, and he played uh, junior um, pros. Right. And he, but he was too short, right? Okay. And so his hockey career's over, and then he starts selling um, packaging, cardboard, right, in Minnesota. And so I move out here, and he's like, you know what, I got to I gotta get out of Minnesota. I'm going to move to California with you. Okay. I said, all right, sounds good. Right. So he moves out here, and so he's trying to find a job. And then in the paper, it said, hey, we're looking for, like, athletes. Okay. Right? Sure. And so he's like, well, that, that, hey, I'm me. an athlete. Yeah, uh, where, where do I sign? So he goes. They have, uh, he like, it was a nice professional office. It had, like, ESPN um, um, and all these, like, p- um, p- paintings and photos of all these professional athletes. And right. He's like, wow, this is this is pretty good. And I was like, then, then he gets back from the interview. He goes, yeah, I got the job. I go, well, what do you, what do, you do? He goes, I don't know. I go, what do you mean you don't know? He goes, well, it's in sales. I'm oh. like, well, what are you selling? He goes, well, I'm, I'm supposed to meet at this parking lot. And in, find out what he's going to sell. In Chula Vista. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I don't know. So I said, all right, well, good luck. Right. And so they met at this office complex, right? And okay. everyone gets in a van. Oh, and then they drive down to Chula Vista in front of like Walmart. Okay. And so they get out of the van and all of a sudden they open. And then another car pulls up, opens up the trunks. Okay. And there's like all these little trinkets. And it, so they were selling like in, trinkets. In, in the Walmart parking lot? To, to, to people coming out of the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> cologne? Like, you know, the, the cheap yeah. knockoff cologne? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. that was just... Cheaper than Walmart. Yeah, better better yeah, prices. Exactly, exactly. So... <laughs> I, I think he lasted 15 minutes, and he calls me, and he's like, you have to pick me up. Yeah. I'm, I go, well, where's your car? He goes, well, no, we they put us, they bust us here because they knew probably <laughs> half of us wanted to leave. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that sounds worse than my illegal business. I had no idea it was illegal, by the way. So, well, we'll, get, well at least you're getting a job. Don't bankroll the kids. Yes. All right. So, let's see. Uh, you are underinsured. Okay. So we talked about insurance on the show quite a bit. Sure. Long-term care, that's going to be a big deal. Most of these it companies is. are totally getting out of the business. Right. It's and, like and even even things like umbrella insurance cuz your your auto coverage and your fire coverage may not be enough for what you need. You get an umbrella policy that extends the upper limits and it's not that much for the for the benefits right. that what, you can a, get. Right. What a couple million bucks will cost you what? Few hundred yeah, bucks few, a year. Few hundred. Yep. Right? Yep. You know, especially if you have like parties too, right? You know, yeah. holiday season's right sure. around the corner here, right? Yeah, well, yeah. like holiday parties are probably coming up this weekend. You bet, right? And so you have a couple people over, they can have a couple of hotty toddies. Next thing now, you know, you got, they fall you, down your stairs. You got a great holiday party, I think, this weekend, as I recall. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is what, a bad sweater party? And, and what, what, have you, you haven't picked out your sweater yet? So let's go on to what you get scammed. So a lot of seniors are getting scammed, Alan. Did you know that? Yeah, because they have to buy sweaters for their party. Yes, older adults are uh, pretty vulnerable uh, well, to scam older adults. Yeah, that, yeah, that, it, it it is true because it, it, you, sometimes when you get older, uh, you may not be quite as sharp as you were, and and you can be fall victim to some of these scams. And and I would say, uh, I mean, for a lot of seniors, they no problem. But if you feel like you're kind of, you know, maybe I don't really understand this stuff as well, make sure you've got a son or daughter or friend or confidant that can help you with any decision. 